0: Welcome to UEA's Nursing Podcast, and this is one of our Meet the Lecturer episodes. And today with us, we have Lottie. Hi, Lottie. Hi. So thanks for coming on to talk to me. Um, If we could just start with a little bit of an introduction. Who are you and what's your role at UEA?
1: So hello, Uh, my name is Charlotte Hilburn, but everybody knows me as Lottie. And I am a clinical skills lecturer here at the UEA. So we mainly lecture in the practical skills of nursing.
0: Fantastic. So the students will see you on their practical sessions rather than in lectures or seminars. They'll see you when they're coming in for their nursing practice and simulation. That Absolutely. Kind of stuff. Absolutely. Brilliant. Lots of
1: simulation and, and lots of fun.
0: OK, so we're going to talk to you about kind of your career and what got you to being at UEA. But let's start with the, the background to it. Tell me how you got into nursing in the first place. When did you do your training? Did you always want to be a nurse? Why did you want to be a nurse?
1: So I qualified as an adult nurse in 2009. Before I went into nursing, I mainly did um, worked with children, actually. Um, and then I soon discovered that actually adults and, and care was was the way to go, really, for me. Um, so once I had um, sort of done um, working with children for a couple of years and went into sort of adult social care, I soon realised that it was the health side of things that I needed to progress in okay. and sort of naturally progressed into adult nursing. Um, briefly worked with learning disabilities as well. Um, and again, that's sort of got me into the adult sort of side of things and then sort of naturally into my nursing, yeah.
0: Okay, so you didn't come down the, the traditional route of always wanting to be a nurse and going straight into it when you left school... Took no. a little bit of time to find where you wanted to go I, to. I
1: think I did, yes. Um, I, I, you know, it was definitely working with children when I left school was what I wanted to do. And I did that for a couple of years. And then that went into sort of adult social care from there. Okay. And then into working with adults with learning disability where they had... Um, you know, quite a lot of health problems, things like that, yeah. um, the, these people with disabilities. So that then naturally got me sort of sparked up to to want to do more about the health side of things. Really. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. And then, yeah. And yeah. So, so working with... Children made you realize you wanted a career working with adults. <laughs> That's basically how you <laughs> got
1: there. Yeah, I loved working with children, but it was it was quite brief, really. It was quite young um, in in my sort of job career. Yeah, um, and you know, c- quite quickly, I found that I just the adult side of things was a little bit more interesting um, and just sparked my interest. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah okay. absolutely. And where did you do your training?
1: I did my train. I did my first year of nurse training um, at Adam Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a student. Um, at the Homerton School of Health Studies in Cambridge, yeah. and then I transferred to the UEA here for my last two years. Oh, okay. So, um, and once I got here, really found my feet.
0: So we would have crossed over. I would have been a student here at the same time as you, ah. but it would have been one year ahead of you. Ah. And we did our training. There you go. Interesting.
1: There we go. Um,
0: <laughs> so what did you do next? You, did, you finished your, your your adult nursing. Where did you go when you qualified?
1: So when I qualified, I went into community nursing um, very quickly. So I picked up a full time job at Yarmouth Community Nurses, which I really enjoyed. And I was there for a couple of years. And then I stayed in community nursing for the next uh, sort of 10 years of my career nearly. Um, in various mm. different places in Norfolk. So I worked for Norfolk Community Health and Care for sort of seven plus years, um, various locations around Norfolk. Um, and that was my speciality, really. Yeah.
0: And what drew you into yeah. community nursing? Why community?
1: I think when I was a student, it was the one placement that I had that I felt really comfortable in. And what I liked the best was just the privilege, I think, of going in nursing somebody in their own home, um, yeah. On their turf, you get lots of other kind of issues with working with people at, in their own home as well. Um, you know, you you don't just go in and do one job usually. Um, yeah, you can't just go
0: in and do your one task no, and leave. there's
1: lots of people with lots of long term conditions. There's family issues. There's lots of public health issues. Um, I did quite a lot of palliative care things like that, worked really closely with residential homes and social care as well. So um, really fulfilling, and um, highly recommend it.
0: Oh, okay, that's interesting. So you had, um, we, we had Lorraine, who's also done one of these, and she talks really similarly about community nursing mm. and why she wanted in, went into it and the privilege of being in someone's house.
1: Uh, it was, you know, and although I don't do it anymore, I will always miss it and always look back really fondly.
0: What was, what were the, the challenges of community nursing? So we, I kind of see why you've gone into it. What, what What's the downside?
1: Um, if there was a downside, I guess uh, you have, you know, it, it's pushed everywhere at the moment. You know, the NHS is always going to be under quite a lot of pressure um, wherever you work, mm-hmm. I think. And the community is no different. So when they're struggling with beds and things on the wards, it's a knock on effect in the community quite naturally, um, yeah. trying to get people discharged and get them back home in the community or vice versa trying to keep people safe in their home and avoid them being admitted to hospital. So it all is, you know, a really big cycle, to be honest, with secondary care. So there's always going to be pressures. um, And yes, it does get quite busy. Mm -hmm. You have to remember to eat. You have to remember to look after yourself and have a drink because you might be dashing around in your car doing, you know, patients. And the easiest thing, particularly when you're on your own and you haven't got somebody to tell you, to go and sit and have a break and go and have your drink yeah, I ask is about. that you, you keep going yeah. so <laughs>
0: yeah you just go next job next job next absolutely
1: job and, and that would be my one bit of advice to students who who think that actually you know they may end up in the community because there's lots of different jobs you can do in the community um is to just look after yourself
0: yeah but yeah. that lone working thing so that uh, is that how's that is that challenging because you're often i'm guessing you're spending most of the day with yourself and then just your patients as you yes go and,
1: see them. and and i guess that that maybe is a bit of a downside for some people as well that mm. um you are on your own so you know if you, if you go into community nursing quite quickly you learn quickly um you make decisions for yourself but you've always got your team if you've got a good team behind you which i always did there's always fantastic nurses on the other end of the phone if you need anything yeah um, but you do have to look after yourself absolutely yeah yeah and so
0: you're not although you're alone you're not isolated you've got that team of people that you can yeah, call on? Yeah,
1: I didn't feel isolated as such. You know, sometimes if it was a busy day, you know, we would have to just make an effort to, to, to check in on one another, which mm. we absolutely did, particularly in the morning or the end of the day. Um, and if you're in a in a, in a good close-knit team, you, you'll always hear from your colleagues and just make sure that everybody's okay um, and everyone can manage yeah. their workload throughout their
0: shift. Okay. Um, and what would you say to people who are thinking about going into community nursing as their first job. Mm. So There's a school of thought of people that sort of say, oh, you've got to go and work in hospital first, which is a uh, bit, of, probably a bit more traditional, mm. older way of looking at things.
1: It is. And, and when I qualified, I absolutely had that debate in my mind. Mm. I had a lot of people saying, oh, go and work on the wards for a few years. I had other people saying, go for it. If that's where your heart is, you go for it. Um, at the time, I was offered the job straight out of you know, university, so because my heart was there, I, I did go straight out. Okay. Um, looking at where I am now, I'm exactly where I want to be. Um, yeah. And I think they, you know, I'm, I'm now a lecturer in university here, and I think that my CV, looking back, was another reason why I'm here talking with you, Joe, mm-hmm. because um, quite a lot of my colleagues have got a lot of ac- acute experience. Yeah. So my my experiences is, is very very different from from that of some of my colleagues, but that's probably why I'm why I'm here now.
0: Yeah, and all these um, skills that we teach and that you're on you lead on a lot of them on the empress are still skills people are going to do in someone's house. Absolutely, and having that look at like wound care is all very simple to explain mm. how to do wound care when you're at a bedside, but when you're doing it in someone's front room with a dog in the room. Uh, there's that, a different additional challenge i've to had it, all there. sorts
1: i've i've stepped over interesting things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get to my patients i have um you know, gone up the side of buildings oh, on to the top of flats to, to visit my patients so i've gone across a field of cattle and had <laughs> to open a gate um yeah there was a risk assessment there wasn't there <laughs> 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 um but so yeah, it's this. It's not going to be boring. Yeah. Absolutely, um, and then a lot of the skills, like you say, are very transferable. They're very generic absolutely. to yeah. um, a, a lot of you know patients in wars and in acute settings, as well as in the community. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, very fulfilling.
0: And then what got you to come across to the university? So you're out in the community. You're doing what you really enjoy, and then. You're here.
1: (laughs) So in between um, my community nursing and coming here, I I left community nursing, I think, around 2014. And I became a trainer in social care for a, a, a learning disabilities company. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically they provided social care for adults with learning disability and older people with dementia um, across Norfolk. Yeah. And they employed me as a nurse to deliver the staff's training. Okay. So I, I went into teaching reasonably early on in my career. Yeah. Um, so I went into education and teaching and, and that was teaching in social care, lots of any, anything health related. Basically, yeah. so that again, it was a really privileged position because I still got to ma- maintain a registration and be a mm-hmm. nurse, but I was in a teaching role and yeah. I absolutely loved it. And then that I think then sparked my interest in coming further into education.
0: Yeah, so it's and a logical progression to then to then get here.
1: Absolutely, and I was with that company for um, just under seven years, I think. So you know, I was very happy there. Yeah. But again, a bit young in my career to to stay there. Stay there forever? I yeah. Think. So this was the natural progression, and I feel really really privileged to be here.
0: Yeah. And what do you like about being here? What What do you enjoy about being at the university?
1: The biggest thing, particularly in my role as a clinical skills lecturer. Um, actually there's there's a couple of things the, the one thing that really springs to mind is the equipment and the the technical side of things that we have here now at the UEA so when I qualified we didn't really have a lot of clinical skills taught to us no. at the university I'm sure you'll agree yeah, yeah <laughs> so you know you really relied on your placements to give you those clinical skills um, so what is fantastic. Is that we have these amazing facilities now to teach students mm. um, uh, lots of simulation, lots of really the, the bread and butter of nursing. Really, um, the, the, the hands on, the injections, the blood pressures, um, the you know your, your, your A to E assessment. It's all there's all loads yeah. of clinical skills and, and really high tech equipment here. That's fantastic. We even have a virtual room here that you can put a ward scene. On all four walls, yeah, and pretend you're in a ward. I mean, if I had those things when I was a student, then I would have been in my element. It's I think I was, a lot, isn't it? Absolutely, and I think the first thing that sprung out to me when I came here was actually a bit of jealousy. I thought, why didn't I have this when I was here? This is amazing. Yeah. So, and the mannequins, um, you know, we have to any students have to to come and see us and just have a look at some of the high-tech mannequins we have now that can can blink and you can change their eye colour and they can scream at you if they want to. So um, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, (laughs) brilliant. And if we were going to ask you, you gave a top tip for like the community working of looking after yourself and making sure you have your breaks and that kind of stuff. What about for the students? What's going to help them maybe within clinical skills and and that what would be a good tip for a new student?
1: I think perhaps a good tip would be just to try to relax and enjoy it and go with the flow. Um, We do do quite a lot of simulation now and role play, things like that. And not uh, obviously everybody's cup of tea, Mm. but to reassure students coming in, um, this is something that you will, it will just become part of you as a student as you go along. So be reassured that... If you do feel a little bit awkward in some of the clinical skill sessions um, because you're perhaps doing a little bit of role play or you're practising a, a clinical skill in front of us. Um, and naturally, people are going to feel a bit self-conscious. But yeah. I'd like to reassure students that hopefully that will ease because we're all really nice. <laughs> we all understand. Um, we don't want to make anyone feel, you know, unpleasant. Um, it's all its all got to be an enjoyable experience. And we'll really aid that. We'll really help you with that. And your peers yeah. around you um, will help as well. And soon it will just come part and parcel of, of what you do.
0: Yeah, so you should leave a skill session feeling more confident. You shouldn't ever feel down. By the end of it you should be built up, feeling more Absolutely. And confident. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And and hopefully, you know, by the time you progress in your nursing, if you come and see us at the UEA, that, that you, you will hopefully feel like that. And and if not, you know, we're here to help. Yeah. So
0: Okay. And so students will see you in the their talk sessions, but they can also come into the drop-in skills room and they might see you in there as well if they want to come along to to practice skills. Absolutely
1: yes so we are mainly based um, I'm a a team of just a a few of us there's about four of us um, clinical skills lecturers and we are based um, in the drop-in centre and the drop-in centre is basically a a place where students can come and practice clinical skills without having to book or without having a a proper session. So again, going back to any students that perhaps in the session felt perhaps a little bit awkward doing... An injection technique in front of the group or something like this then you can always come and see us afterwards you can you know the word drop in is exactly what it says on the tin you yep. can pop in and say do you know what i just want to go back over practicing that injection or that that cannula or i just want to take some blood or, or practice a blood yeah. pressure then you can pop and see us and pick up the skill there and then Brilliant. Um, no need to book
0: okay well thank you very much for coming in thank you um i hope you found that interesting um if you if you did please make sure that you share the video with other people like it add any comments or questions underneath um if you subscribe to the channel you'll get alerts when there are new um episodes added and explore because we're going to be doing lots of these meet the lecturer episodes so there'll be more around that you can look at as well um so that's great thank you for coming in thank you all right